0: Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday. I hope the day is treating you well. Today, I am answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about if I'm really a type three. As a reminder, if you have questions about the Enneagram, self care, creativity, time management, any of the good things, you can send them into 828 338 9127. Answer one every single week. Here is today's question Hi, Sarah Jane. First, I wanted to tell you how much I love your content. Thank you. It is so cozy and feels like a warm hug. Thank you for creating it. Thank you for listening and enjoying it. Second, I finally feel confident identifying as a three after listening to your wintering episode. The focus on numbing versus deep rest and community resonated deeply. I think I was struggling with identifying as a three because I'm not a perfectionist. I definitely don't have it all together in terms of housework, and my desk at work is always a mess. I don't worry too much about my appearance. While I am so incredibly proud of my accomplishments, and love my life, I feel like I should be more perfect as a three. Is this at all normal? I would love your insight. Sincerely, three in denial. All right, three in denial. So I have a few parts to this that I want to say. First, I just want to acknowledge that that nine and six move That move to numbing versus deep rest can be a stress move. So that could be, you know, look like type nine. Community is also very like type nine, type six. So if you resonate with either of those on like a really deep level, it might be worth exploring those as well. But I don't think that your lack of like quote unquote perfection is a three disqualifier. I like to distinguish perfectionism versus achievement because I don't think they're the same thing. So a lot of times with threes, they're not as focused on doing everything perfectly. They don't feel like they're failing if they're not perfect. But more so it's like, how accomplished do I seem? How accomplished am I? I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to get left behind. So focus more on progress and continual advancement and the fear of of when that doesn't happen. I actually know a lot of threes who have incredibly messy desks. That's actually like a, a thing I could probably ascribe to a lot of the threes in my life. But they are hustling, you know. Or if they if they aren't hustling, they feel like they should be. Like they're always kind of carrying that pressure to be making something significant of their lives. Like to be really... Making it work, making it happen, being impressive. So, I don't think that threes necessarily are perfectionistic as much as they are highly driven to succeed. And so, I don't think they have, I think a lot of times we get caught up on that vanity word for threes. And so, we think like everything they're doing is to be seen the way that, you know, they're supposed to be seen, quote unquote. So, like, having a really clean home, having a really beautiful clothes, you know, doing makeup every day. And I don't necessarily think every single three is operating from that place. Sure. Some are, some are going to ascribe that to like the way they look, especially a sexual three. Some are going to prescribe that to their home. But a lot of threes are really just focused on the different areas of success. And that can even be influenced by who you're surrounded by at the time. I have threes in my life who have been the most hippie of all the hippies and then transitioned into being the most business owner of all the business owners, right? And that is the same person, but based off of who they're surrounded by, they have changed what the model of success is. And it's, I think it's more about that than it is about, am I perfect in all the ways? The third thing here is, is who is determining what success is for you? So I, I, what it is success to you. What does that look like? Do you feel pressured to be successful? I hear you saying you're proud of your accomplishments. What if you didn't have those? You know, does that create some fear for you? What does that look like? How does what does that kind of play out like? The other thing here with that vanity thing, the self-preservation theory is actually anti-vanity. So if you look into the subtypes, I particularly like Beatrice Chestnut's write-up of them. The self-preservation three is anti-vanity. So they are actually kind of, they feel bad being vain. This doesn't mean that they don't want to be recognized for what they do, but it's kind of like a secret wish that they feel a little guilty for. I think of the self-preservation three as the person who's like in the back of the dance class and is like doing all the moves the best that they can. And they hope that the teacher's like, wow, look at her. She's an example of how to do this really well but they don't want to draw attention to themselves. Like they are in the back, but they still hope to be recognized. That's kind of self-pressed three energy. But I also think it's interesting (laughs) to point out that in the language that you've described this in, I hear a lot of should-be's. Like I don't have it all together. I... I'm a proud of my accomplishments. I love my life. I feel like I should be more perfect as a three like if I were more, then I would be a three, but because I'm not more quote more perfect more put together, i may I must not be a three. It still to me sounds like a little pressure to be a certain way, which maybe you don't feel but If we were having this conversation over coffee, I would probably kind of check in on that and just kind of go because my standard for perfection is not going to be your standard of perfection. What I think is falling short may be someone else's best shot, you know, and and vice versa. So if we're holding ourselves to a high standard, then when we fall short of that high standard, we could still be living into someone else's high standard. All of this is so subjective perfection, success, achievement, accomplishments, all of those things are defined personally. You know, it's like I have a very different definition of what that looks like than someone else does. And I'm holding myself to a certain standard that may be lower or higher than someone else is holding themselves to. And so it's really hard to compare with that language. So just kind of pay attention to that. Like, Am I expecting more of myself than I feel like I'm able to do? Do I feel the weight or the pressure to be quote unquote performing? Now at the root of three is the fear of worthlessness that causes them to compensate by seeking success and achievement. Does that resonate for you? If so, the behavioral ways that this shows up, it's going to vary dramatically by person. A lot of threes aren't tidy people. In fact, a lot have a clean before company comes over a mentality about their homes. So what determines your type is the reason why you do what you do, not what you're doing. So check in on those that core motivation, that core fear, and read up on the self-preservation three, especially the one the description written by Beatrice Chestnut in the complete Enneagram, and go from there. I hope that this was helpful. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you all tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.